conceive Victory is mine, yeah, surprisingly I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake I put in work and watch my status escalate Now I'ma start collecting props Alright, what is up everybody? And today I am joined by Joe Johnson Joe is a human optimization coach What is that, Joe? Could you describe that to the people? Yeah, man, totally. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, it's an honor to be here and super proud of you seeing you taking the initiative uh, to start the podcast. But yeah, man, so I do human optimization, transformational coaching for young adults. Human optimization was a term that I actually took from Aubrey Marcus and his Onnit um, company that I just really liked and found it to describe the work that I do as a coach. So it's really transformational work. The human optimization comes from my personal development plan, the human optimization plan, which is a four-part system to total optimization and total transformation. And so, man, it's really just optimizing every single area of an individual's life. So we, we do personally, professionally, mentally, emotionally, and socially. We're in those areas of your life. And um, it's a 90-day program, the coaching programs that I run um, focused on those areas. Dude, our, our system and our program is, is very systematic. It is something that all of our clients see massive success in and transformation in in whatever area of their life they're looking to optimize for. And they, they generally see more results and get more than they expected out of the program. So just to answer your question, man, it's, it's a uh, exactly what it sounds like. It's total human optimization in those five categories and areas of an individual's life um, and getting them to the point where they're really living up to their full potential and bringing their, their full gifts to the world um, beyond their limiting beliefs, beyond their past and their traumas. And they're really fully expressed to live a life that they know that they're capable of, but maybe weren't living before they came and worked with us. And when they leave, they they have the full power to live that life and and or are actively living or creating that life. Absolutely. Um, so what exactly does how did you come up with this optimization program? Yeah, dude. So this was um, I mean, really, it was like for a very long time, it was like I was my biggest case study, right? So my sophomore year of college, I know you're a sophomore, I was a transfer student at the university that I was going to and really hit like rock bottom, like was going through some really tough times, depression, anxiety, like had some suicidal ideation. It was like my rock bottom. And looking back on it, was it like five, six years now? It was like, dude, I just wasn't living up to my potential. And I feel, you know, in today's society where a lot of that comes from depression, anxiety, whatever it is, is just a misalignment between our real selves and our ideal selves. You know, we all know within us, we all have an inner knowing of who we could become and who we ultimately should be doing. And like a conversation I had with one of our clients today is like, two things. It's like, look, man, you living up to your full potential is like, it's certainly harming others, but at the end of the day, it's like the person on your deathbed who's going to look have to look the person in the mirror and say whether they lived full out or not is you. Like no one else has to live with those demons. Sure, those around you will certainly be affected by you not living up to your full potential, your your significant other, your family, your friends, whatever it is. But at the end of the day, like the burden that we all have to live with falls on us. You know, it's the Matthew McConaughey life line of like, we all sleep alone at night and no matter who we're sleeping with, we all sleep alone. And so back to your question, dude. Yeah, man, I hit my rock bottom sophomore year of college. 
I was fortunate enough to start seeing an effective therapist, started going through my own journey, um, really got obsessed with personal development and my own human optimization, how the mind worked, why certain people act the way that they, they do. And over a couple of years, um, when COVID hit in 2020, February 2020, um, it was like, dude, I just started reverse engineering my journey, right? I'd been doing some speaking at that time. I had a couple topics and it was like, it was really when I wrote my book, the MII human optimization plan that I really distilled it down of like, oh, there's a fucking system here, dude. There is, there's a program that I followed. It's systematic. It's a framework that I have followed that has got me to where I am today. And that I believe can be repeatable and can be used that framework and that kind of core can be used to help others in their transformation. So yeah, to use, to, to answer your question, it, the human optimization plan, the four-step framework is um, one that I, I just originally went on on myself on a four to five-year journey. Some point along that journey, I was like, wait a minute, let me take a look at like, because I had developed so much, right? I had grown so much and I was objectively able to see that in myself. Obviously, other people can notice, but like I noticed it in myself and I was like, dude, let's look at what actually went on here over the past four to five years where I was able to develop at such a rapid pace. And I, I just distilled that down to this program. Um, and so then, you know, recently I took it out to the market. I started doing some coaching with it through group coaching, through one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, you know, through the online course that we created and distilled this program into that. And it was like, dude, I started to see it work. You know, we were even having a call with our group coaching goals last night with some of the individuals in our program. And it's like, it's really fascinating to see some are just at the start, right? Like I have a client who's week three in her journey. She's going through the healing process and all that. And then there's a guy who's at week nine or 10. And he's like, yeah, man, like the first couple of weeks suck. You know, the first couple of weeks of digging into your past and healing, like, it sucked. And like, even him, it's like, dude, you got to go down a little bit before you come back up. But now he's seen massive success because he's been able to go through that. And more importantly, dude, like what we're solving for is like lasting personal transformation. Right. And so, you know, I think the problem with a lot of personal development programs, a lot of coaches, a lot of therapists out there is they put band-aids on symptoms, but ultimately until you treat the root of a problem, mentally, emotionally, personally, professionally, socially, whatever it is, those symptoms are still going to keep coming up and they're going to come up worse. And so what we do with our, a lot of our clients and what makes our company different with our coaching programs is we actually go into the deep, the, the depths of like, where are these symptoms actually coming from? Every time you get into a relationship, you self-sabotage. Where is that coming from? Every time you get around masculine energy, you feel uncomfortable. Where is that coming from? You're trying to solve for a problem in your business. You're trying to hit a certain revenue amount, but you're hitting resistance. Where is that coming from? Let's get into that and let's solve that and get over that as quickly as possible through different techniques and create and wipe out stories and limitations that you've been living for living by for years for years that have been holding you back. Let's try and solve that as quickly as we possibly can. Because once you unlock that dude, it's like staying disciplined and reaching your potential is fucking inevitable. But you know, a lot of people walk around with these wounds and these roots and, and, and continue these patterns in relationships and business and whatever it is because they're treating symptoms and they're not healing roots. Um, so that's a lot of the work that we do is like deep inner work to unlock you. And then once you get unlocked, every other aspect of your life, opens up. You can become the person that you want it to be. You can build a social network. You attract differently, man. Like you don't want to hang out with kids who are, you know, doing certain activities that you used to be doing because you want to be hanging out with ballers. And then you start attracting ballers into your life because like attracts like. So 
yeah, man, to answer your question, the human optimization plan is from my own personal development journey, patched it up to the system, brought it to the market, and now we're seeing crazy results with our clients. Yeah, how have the results been? I know obviously it's a passion project. How has the business end been? Yeah, dude, the business been business end has been great, man. So, and you know, we can get into this in a little bit, but you know, for a while it was like I was just building my speaking business, right? And it was like I got this speaking company, but I kind of do some coaching over there. There's this human optimization plan, but it didn't fully align. And it wasn't over the past, it wasn't until like the past six months where I got this clarity of like, dude, what I'm running with the speaking business is completely different from the human optimization stuff. And so MII Professional Speaking is my speaking agency where basically we represent 13 speakers, myself being one of them. We book them to gigs in the college market, starting to expand that out to conferences and corporate and associations. But it's a speaking agency, dude. It's a very simple model of we represent speakers. We do the prospecting. We do the outreach. We close the deals. Those speakers go and speak, they get paid, we take a cut for procuring the opportunity for them. Um, so that's the speaking opportunity. The, the other company, which is again, something that just really came into being about six months ago is the Human Optimization Lab. And that is our total human optimization company. That's where all the coaching comes in. And dude, at this point, we've probably put five to 10 individuals through the one-on-one -on -one coaching. All of them have seen really crazy results. Some of them obviously we're still working with right now. But in terms of results, man, I mean, like I said, people will come in with a certain intention and they'll get what they wanted, but they'll also get a lot more. Um, the biggest results that we see is individuals getting clarity and focus on what it is that they actually want to do in their life. And then also getting the personal power and the conviction and, and the ego strength to go do those things. Because a lot of the times the clients that come to us, like they know there's more for them in life. They're working a job or they're, they're down this life path or whatever it is. And they have habits that it's like, look, like I'm doing this, but I'm kind of just like sleepwalking through life. And I don't know what it is, but I know, you know, I can be a badass CEO. I know I can be a badass entrepreneur. I know I can, you know, get a sick job. But for whatever reason, I self-sabotage. For whatever reason, I've been trying to do this for five years and I just can't get past that barrier. And they come to us, dude, and within the first, you know, three to four weeks, they're, they're eliminating barriers and stories that they've been living, living by for, for years. So, Again, dude, the results really vary. We see dudes, you know, getting new jobs. We see dudes and, and um, young adults, uh, you know, really building out their social networks, starting to make more money, starting, you know, businesses or seeing some more traction on their businesses. But more than anything, I'd say the biggest thing is, is they get the personal power and the internal personal strength and autonomy to do whatever the hell they want in their lives. And like, if I can give someone that, and give someone like, dude, it was like, when you go through therapy, it's like, you know, your work with therapy is done is when you become your own therapist. And it's like, ultimately, at the end of the days, at the end of my 90 days, a client's 90 days, they're like, look, man, like, I, I don't really need you anymore. I'm going to stay in the group because I like it. And it's good to, you know, continue to do that. But it's like, dude, our programs have worked if at, the, at the end of the 90 days, a client's like, yeah, man, I got everything I wanted. And like, I'm good to go do my own thing and, and stay dialed in on that. Absolutely. So 90, you're doing 90 day programs, correct? Yeah, our programs are 90 days. Um, so we have one on one, it's a one on one program. So you meet with me for 12, uh, every week for 12 weeks, we have an online course, which is super powerful, they get dialed wow. into our daily morning routine, you know, our daily habits, they get into our group coaching calls, we have two group coaching calls a week. Um, and yeah, man, like I said, the first three to four weeks is like, 
clearing out a lot of the old stories and BS and trauma and healing from that. And then from there on, it's just kind of rewriting everything else, you know, optimizing the social network, optimizing the personal identity, and then ultimately optimizing the professional side of things of building out that dream life and career. How do you clear out the trauma for these people? I feel like that's something a a lot of people struggle with. Totally, man. I mean, the biggest thing is first putting it in the light, right? So there's a great quote by Dr. Jordan Peterson. I think it was in his his second book of 12 Rules for Life. Um, I forget, I forget the subtitle to it, but his second 12 Beyond Order, 12 Rules for Life Beyond Order. One of his rules was do not hide unwanted things in the fog. Um, and so that's one of the big things is that we shine the light for these clients on a lot of these unwanted things, right? And again, clients come with symptoms of like, I've had these, you know, relationships that keep going bad. I've had these, um, I've had uh, whatever it is, dude, like these symptoms, this job that I can't get past or whatever it is. And it's like pretty quickly, we identify the roots of where does this come from? Well, I grew up in a household where I was always neglected. You know, um, I always felt unworthy around male coaches or whatever it is. And that's why I'm now seeking male approval, whatever it is, dude, we're identifying the root really quickly. And then we're going in. And once we make those connections, a lot of the clients can become conscious in their daily lives of when that stuff's coming up and understand that it's not them. But in terms of delivery, man, the online course, there's some super powerful tools in there that we use a lot of meditation that we use healing meditations um, are really powerful. I'll soon be getting certified in NLP neuro-linguistic programming, which is uh, you know, a lot of the mode and the work that Tony Robbins does. And a lot of my coaches do and are trained in. And so we'll do some NLP work once I get certified in that. Um, but man, a lot of it is just making clients conscious of understanding that these stories and these behaviors and these negative kind of uncomfortable feelings they've been feeling for years are, are not them. You know, they're, they're from stories from their past. They're from patterns that have occurred at a very young age. Once we can identify that dude, it becomes a lot easier to go ahead and treat those things and and heal those roots. Absolutely. Uh, do people, what would your response be when people would be like, oh, I don't know, they're hesitant because you are not one of these um, yuppies that have gone to medical school and is not a trained therapist or whatever. How would you, what is your rebuttal to that? Yeah, look, man, and I had this conversation with a client earlier is like, you can't help someone who's not willing to help themselves. And so, you know, we actually had this conversation of like, you know, what's the difference between this and therapy? And it's like, dude, I am a big proponent of therapy. I'm not a big proponent of medication. It certainly is necessary in some situations, but I think our our society and generation is is over medicated and just over diagnosed. And we can get into that in a minute. But dude, like at the end of the day, if you want to go see a therapist and that works for you because there's an insurance cover, and most insurance companies will cover therapists, like go ahead. The issue with a lot of therapists, and this is not true for all of them, but counselors, particularly like in you know, counseling centers at universities, is like they're just going to be there to reaffirm that everything's okay. Oh, everything's okay. Don't worry. I understand that. And and they're, dude, a lot of therapists, particularly counselors, more like psychologists and stuff will be a little deeper, but dude, the the limitations with that is that a lot of them are, they're just going to tell you what you want to hear. And they're just going to there, you can go and vent for 60 minutes and they're going to be a shoulder to cry on. And that's fantastic. But ultimately at the end of the day, you're not getting lasting transformation with that. The beauty that I love with coaching is like, there's no real restrictions and regulations as to what I can do. Right. And so 
if you need me to be a hard ass on you and I need, I feel that you need a hard ass on you, I'm going to be a hard ass on you. You know, if you do need a shoulder to cry on, sure. You know, I can be that shoulder to cry on, but there are just more limitations when it comes to therapy and therapists that make it, make it a little more difficult where again, I'm not restricted as much as, as a therapist will be. And here's the deal, dude, like my dream for a very long time was to go back to school and become a clinical psychologist and become a therapist. So I have, total respect for that field, but there's just a lot of restrictions and regulations there. And again, if you're looking to not only heal, but then optimize beyond that and get to the highest version of yourself, our programs are probably a fit for you. But again, man, like one of my criteria with working with individuals is like, I need someone to be a fuck yes, because this is deep work. And if you're going to be taking my time and you're going to be coming into our community, all the individuals in our community are fuck yeses and they show up every day and they show up powerfully. And I would rather have five fuck yeses than 15 people who are, you know, maybes. And so again, man, it's deep work. It is an investment of a couple thousand dollars. So if you're not willing to put that down and bet on yourself, then maybe you're not, you're probably not a good fit for our programs. But if you are, I mean, again, dude, our most successful clients are like, let's go, where do I pay? And they pay and they, they jump right in and they do the work because the system works if you work the system. So I'm not necessarily here and I don't necessarily have the time and energy to flip someone who's on the fence. I let my results speak for myself. I mean, you see on Instagram, dude, like I'm getting texts every day of our clients who are making massive transformations. And so I basically turned my Instagram profile into providing value through videos and then proving and posting testimonials. It's like, Dude, social proof sells for it, speaks for it, speaks for itself. You can speak to any of my clients, past or current. Like, dude, the program works, and so I don't necessarily feel I need to convince someone to see that. But if they are ready for the work and they're willing to make the investment, let's go. And I'm going to work with you until you get the results that you need. Um, you're talking a lot about the uh, the lack of regulation uh do you feel a lot of social responsibility with that because you know you could be like someone could be oh you know he's trying to take advantage of me this or that uh i would feel there's a lot of social pressure and uh stuff like that bad stuff could you could you elaborate on that question i'm a little confused as to what you're asking i mean like say someone you know you're going through the program it's going good but then you know they, they hit a block in the road and there there's no you know fallback where it's like no he's certified with this it would just be like you know you have no um reputation well reputation um certification if you will totally yeah man i mean that completely makes sense and like on some level yeah it is i suppose a gamble that someone's taking by coming to us and, and investing, right? Because I guess there is no certification board like there might be with a psychologist or, or a therapist. I mean, the thing that I say, and again, I think all of my clients would testify for this is I take the work that I do extremely seriously and I won't rest until my clients get the results that they're looking for. And so that's why one of the guarantees that we have in the clients that we work with is that we guarantee these results in 90 days and you will get exactly where you need to be at the end of your 90 days. And at the end of your 90 days, you do not feel like you are there, which none of our clients have ever got there and said like, this wasn't worth the investment. Most of them say that this was, you know, well worth the investment and then some, um, I'll work with the individual in, until they do. Right. And so 
that's the guarantee that I make. But yeah, man, I mean, I take the work that I do ever, very seriously. The beauty and I guess also the downfall of living in the society in the day and age that we live in is that like anyone can be a coach, dude. Anyone can just say, hey, I'm a coach now. You know what I mean? They can put it on their Instagram that, that they are a coach. Um, again, I think this is where it becomes critically important that you really vet and look at a coach's results. And I can sit here and talk about how powerful our programs are. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like what's really powerful is that I can, you know, link you up with five to 10 individuals that we've worked with every single client that I've worked with. And they'll testify for the fact that they got exactly what they wanted when they worked for us. And so I think particularly in the coaching space, in any space, man, if you're undeniably good at what you do, and more importantly, the results that you produce are undeniable, you can't like fight that necessarily. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, yeah, man, for sure. I do feel a big social responsibility. Another thing with me is that I think you see with a lot of coaches is that, dude, they're in it for the clout, man, on some level, you know, and you see this, I think a yeah. lot in entrepreneurship is I see this, you know, you, you see this in the world is like, they want to just say that they're an entrepreneur. They want to just say that they're a coach. And unfortunately, dude, a lot of people that are preaching that actually aren't entrepreneurs. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm self-employed, right? Until I build a team and until I get to the point where my business can run without me and I can go take a five-week vacation and still make money and still pay my employees, then I can call myself an entrepreneur. But ultimately, I'm at the early phases of that journey and what would be considered a entrepreneur. Um, having said that, you know, in two to three years, I fully intend to be a, a full-fledged entrepreneur where I have a team, where I have systems, where my business, I can remove myself from the business. But ultimately right now, as with any young journey, it's a one-man show, dude. You're bootstrapping, you're working off of your own cash. You need to do everything yourself. You need to sell, you need to fulfill, you need to prospect. But again, dude, a lot of individuals in today's day and age are, are in this game just because they want to say that they're an entrepreneur, but they do everything themselves, dude. And they're working 12 to 15 to 18 hour days slaving away with no concept of systems, with no concept of building a team. Um, and maybe they're just in it in the cloud of, you know, because they like to be popular on Instagram or say that they're a coach. But ultimately, at the end of the day, dude, like I take what I do very, very seriously and I don't rest until my clients get the results that they need. Yeah, and that's fantastic. But what would you say um, differentiates a good versus a bad coach or a good versus bad entrepreneur? Yeah, dude. I mean, when it comes to coaching, I think a lot of it is about style. Um, so it's like, look, like some people might hear this podcast and they might be considering a coach and they'll hear me and they'll be like, this dude isn't like, he's just not for me. And so there's different coaches for different things. I think the question has to become is like, what are you looking to solve for, right? What are you looking to solve for as an individual? Are you looking to solve for more human optimization and more happiness and fulfillment and joy and, you know, community and the ability to have the personal power to build a life that you want, the life of your dreams? If so, dude, I would highly recommend you hop on a call with me and my team because, I believe we could be a very good fit. But if you're looking to solve for more business growth and you want to go from 10 to 50K in 90 days, you know, you're crushing it in your business, you feel like you don't need the personal development, human optimization side of things, then we're not your we're not your company. You know what I mean? And like I'm not your dude. So I mean, dude, it's all subjective in terms of what makes a good coach versus a bad coach. But again, I think the biggest thing is dude, just having a passion for really doing like having a true love and passion for what you do and not resting until you get to your goals. Again, man, I just think I see too many individuals who 
want the clout more than they care about the results and the passion. And the, dude, the thing that I've noticed, I guess, and this is the biggest thing I would say is like the most successful individuals that I've met down here and that I surround myself with, they just fucking love the game. And what do I mean by that? Like, dude, like for a very long time, when I first got into jumping in and working for myself full time, I was like, man, I can't wait till I'm able to, to travel or just take a day off or whatever it is. And a switch occurred very recently where it was like, dude, I don't want that. I love the game too much. I love working on Saturdays. I love working on Sundays because I just love and enjoy what I'm doing so much. And that's what I see in the most successful individuals that I've met over the past year is that they're not looking for yet. Yeah, of course, they're looking for total time freedom. They're looking for financial freedom. But ultimately, dude, there is this deep love for the game and what they do that they work four to five hours on a Saturday before enjoying their weekend. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just in their blood. Like they just love doing it. And so I suppose that is the, the biggest thing that I would say is that there is this deep love and passion and satisfaction. And you can hear it in their voice. You can see it in their energy for what they do. And then dude, also on the back end, they produce undeniable results. Um, again, you know, let your results and your work speak for itself. And dude, again, I think the big thing is like, shut your mouth, go to work, do the work and let that speak for itself, especially in the early phases, man. Like a big non-negotiable I've made for myself is not comparing myself to others, not complaining and really doing my best not to brag. Like, dude, I will brag and I'll post out the results that we produce for our individuals because dude, like that's undeniable. You know, the text messages that I'm getting and the wins that are, that our clients are seeing are undeniable. Um, and let that speak for yourself. And then again, dude, I think when it comes to entrepreneurship, again, I'm still new to the game, but it is a mindset shift. You have to think about how can I leverage myself out of this process? For example, me and my speaking business, dude, I'm spending a lot of my days cold calling. And unfortunately, right now, I don't have the capital that I would feel comfortable hiring someone to do that. But don't get it twisted, dude. If I close one or two more deals that are on the docket, I'll be hiring for someone to take over that role so I can leverage myself out of the business. The, the, the biggest thing I've learned with entrepreneurship is that you have to stop thinking like an employee and you have to think like a business owner. And a business owner thinks about systems and he thinks to himself, how do I work smarter and not harder here? How do I build systems on repeatable processes that I'm doing that's taking a lot of my time? Example, cold calling, which takes me four to five hours a day that I've got really good at. But how can I hire that to someone else, pay a little money, invest in that, take the risk early on so I can leverage myself out of that process and I can get that investment back. If I'm paying, you know, $400 a month for someone to work for me as a part-time cold caller and they're closing one deal a month, which is netting me 2,200, 2,2500, dude, that's a bet you're going to take all day because that's how you scale. And that's how you scale aggressively. $400 to get 2,500 back. That's a $2,100, you know, return. And you're going to take that all day. And so, again, I think that's the mindset shift that has to be made. And again, I'm not one to be talking about what makes a good entrepreneur and a great entrepreneur at this at this point in the game. But I think that's the biggest mindset shift that I've seen and that I see a lot of individuals in the circles, not necessarily the circles that I've run with, but on social media and all that stuff is that they're a one man show. And, and more importantly, like that's all they're thinking like they're thinking like a one man show. How do I do everything myself? And here's the thing as well is like, dude, we're conditioned to think that way in school, in jobs we are conditioned to think like employees. But how can you look at your business objectively and say, what are the low level tasks? that I can fire myself out of, that I can create systems and SOPs around, train someone else to do it, potentially even train someone else to do it better than me that I can pay and invest in that will then give me a return on that investment. 
leverage my time back so I can look at more high level revenue generating activities to then flip it and scale and scale and scale. Get the money in, dude, take some that you need and then flip it, put it back into the business and flip it and flip it and flip it and flip it. And that's how you scale aggressively. And that's how you build big, big businesses that have massive impact. Absolutely. Where did you discover this love for the game as you describe it? Man, I think it all comes from passion. You know, um, I think you can relate when it comes to football and us playing football together in high school is um, here's the deal, man, is there is something I think passion is this tricky thing that's tough to describe. And it's 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 something like love or it's something like, dude, it's it's just this feeling that that is very very tough to describe. And having said that, it's very easy to, to diagnose with someone does when someone does not have something passionate in their life. And I think particularly with men, you need a passion and you need a fucking purpose and you need something that gives you meaning in life. Because if you don't have that, then you're going to go pursue less prosperous pursuits. You're going to go drown yourself out because you have a shitty job and you need to go to the bars every weekend because you're just miserable. And, and so you pursue that you pursue drinking and getting fucked up to numb yourself from the life that you're living, which is absolutely miserable. Or you chase women, which I've done, you know, you chase women to try and fill that void within yourself. But when you find something that you are intensely passionate about and you have a purpose for, I think particularly again, as young men, it is critically, critically important that you have that. And that that becomes the highest priority in your life. I think particularly at a young age is that where a lot of young men and young adults, I think, go wrong is in their 20s, Do They don't take advantage of the fact that now is the time to grind. And now is the time to take massive risks so that you can set yourself up for a life that you want and, and build a business that it builds something that is going to give, me, give you later term fulfillment later in life. And again, now is the time. I've had multiple conversations with this with friends down here who are you know younger than me or around the same age. It's like, dude, you jump when you can afford to drown. You jump into entrepreneurship when you can afford to drown. Dude, I can afford at this point in my life to go to zero. I'm 25 years old, dude. I don't have a kids. I, I don't have kids. I don't have family. I don't have massive overhead right now. I can afford to go to zero in my bank account because I have time to make it up. At 45 years old, you know, with a family and kids and because you pissed away 10 years of your life drinking and going out to the bars, like you don't necessarily have that opportunity to jump and go into something. So again, man, I think to answer your question, which I don't fully remember what it is, it comes from passion, dude. Passion is the thing that's going to carry you through. It's going to be the thing that you are going to stay disciplined for. And if you don't have passion for something, dude, you're going to fall prey to some of the more temptatious things in your life. You are going to fall prey to chasing lust. You're going to fall prey to chasing money, dude, which a lot of people do as opposed to purpose and, and fulfillment. You're going to fall prey to, you know, chasing lower short-term pleasures like drinking and alcohol and, and, and drugs or whatever it is because you don't have something that is higher and that is bigger for you to pursue. And here's the thing that I want to say as well impact and income are not mutually exclusive. You can make massive impact in this world and you do not have to be a martyr. You can also make massive fucking impact. You can also have a massive income, which allows you to have more impact. And that was a big thing that I had to realize 
something I see in my clients as well is like, dude, you need to fucking, a lot of us in the society today need to rewrite our, rewrite our money mindset. You know, we think and we associate, I know I did for a very long time, money with being evil. If you have a lot of money or if you have made a lot of money, you must be a scumbag. And we have that at a subconscious level, but, and that's certainly true, but dude, money ultimately makes you more of what you are. And so if you're a great person, you want more money because it's going to allow you to be a greater person. It's going to allow you to, to give back to charities that you care about. It's going to allow you to, to affect more people in a positive manner. And so again, man, I don't remember exactly what your question was, but oh, the love for the game, man. Yeah, man, it comes from passion. And I think it also comes from putting yourself in a position where you only have two options and that's do or die, sink or swim, right? And quitting my job back in May, I think it was May, yeah, early May and going all in on this pursuit has really forced me to be like, man, I got to eat. So I got to work and I got to go hard. Um, and so, yeah, man, it comes from passion and also comes from sink or swim, do or die. Um, but yeah, man, I think when it, particularly when it comes for the love of the game, dude, it comes from passion and a deep love for the work that you do and the impact that you can have with that work. Absolutely. So, um, I just wanted to ask, where did your self-help journey begin? Because it's such a fascinating process to me. You know, you're a young man in college and then five years later, you're running a company. Yeah, dude. Um, again, I mean, I, I would pinpoint it to that time in my, my sophomore year of college into my junior year of college of, it came out of pain, dude. And there's a great quote by Aubrey Marcus. I think it's by Aubrey Marcus is that people are motivated by one of two things, inspiration or desperation. And dude, I think I reached the point and I've reached this point at multiple points in my young life of like, I was just fucking desperate, dude. I was desperate for anything to not feel the way that I felt anymore. And I would do anything for it because again, not only did I know there was more for me in life that I was capable of, but I think more importantly and more strong than that, I knew that where I was, I couldn't be for another year. And dude, I've had the same feelings with jobs. And when I was working a corporate job three years ago, dude, I knew that I couldn't be there much longer or I literally would kill myself. Like it was that deeply unfulfilling. It was that soul sucking to me that I had to find a way out. And so going to Barnes and Noble at lunch and going to Barnes and Noble after work to put in work on my business, which I saw as my escape ticket was what I did because I just couldn't be there much longer. Um, and so yeah, dude, my personal development journey started my sophomore year of college of you know being at a low point not taking care of myself, being really mentally and emotionally distraught and, and just in pain on a daily basis, not wanting to wake up, not being dialed in any manner at all, just being miserable, dude. Um, and again, it, it reached that point of desperation that after a year, I was like, man, I got to do something about this. And I started seeing a therapist. I started getting more into psychology and I started learning about it and then just started optimizing from there. And dude, I tell all of my clients, it's like, this took me five to six years to really figure out and really dial in and it's something I'm still dialing in and growing on a daily basis. But it's like, dude, I've packaged my five to six years up into a 90 day journey. And that's, that's also the benefits of hiring a coach is like, I've done it on the business side of things. It's like, dude, could I grow this, grow this thing to the level that I want it in, you know, over a three to five year period, hundred percent, but I could also pay someone and invest in someone a certain amount of money to help me get there in three to six months. Right. And so you're just cutting down on your learning journey. If you're investing again in a good coaching program to give you the framework that they used and that took them a certain amount of years, they're going to take out the errors that they made, the mistakes that they made, and they're going to help you get there as quickly as possible. Let me give a perfect example is like 
dude, one of the biggest mistakes that I made, and I posted a video of this on Instagram recently was like that social lag period is like when I got into my personal development journey, I cut myself off from a lot of the people that I was spending time time with but I took it took me a very long time to then get retapped in with a group of individuals who were living a life that I wanted to live and so that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make is that they get on this personal development journey and inevitably when you start growing as an individual there are the people that you're going to have to distance yourself from but you need to very quickly as quickly as possible and there will be a, a period of solitude where you're figuring yourself out you're identifying who you want to become and aligning with that but as quickly as possible, you need to get tapped back in into a community, into a group of individuals who are on a similar wavelength, if not above you, right? And so when I invested into the group coaching program and, and put down what at the time was a decent amount of money for me, it was like, dude, I had to get past my ego of like, man, I'm just going to shut up and I'm going to soak up as much knowledge from these dudes who are living lives and have built businesses that I aspire to build and soak in all the knowledge that I possibly can, because that is how I'm going to cut down my learning curve as I get past my ego, understand that I don't know everything, whatever facet of life that it is. And I'm going to learn from them as much as possible and soak in that information and knowledge to learn, to get that per learning process and that learning curve down. Yeah. Um, what do you, so is an ego good or is it bad? I've always gone back and forth on whether, you know, what is the, you know, confidence versus cockiness, ego versus no ego. You know, it's something that I've struggled with a lot. How, how would you recommend that people deal with that? Yeah, man. So that's a great question. I mean, I think the ego can be looked at in a couple different ways. I think ultimately it's something that holds us back. Um, and again, it's a tricky thing, dude, of what the ego actually is. I think there's a difference between... I think there's a difference between ego and true confidence. Ego needs validation. And so, you know, someone who was stuck in their ego a year or so ago, ego needs women and needs sex to validate that he is good as an individual. And this is coming from a male perspective, right? And so ego needs to tout their sexual conquests to improve that they are full or whole as an individual. True confidence dude doesn't need that because he or she knows that he is abundant with or without external validation. And so I think that's a big discrepancy, if that makes sense, where the ego always needs something. The ego needs to say, I hooked up with this person, so look at me, I am at the top. I've made this amount of money, so look at me, I am a good person or I am ahead. Confidence just is, dude. Confidence can just be and is something that regardless of the circumstances just is. And again, dude, like this is something that I've had to learn in business is that I need to detach myself from the results because ultimately business is a mechanical thing. Just like, you know, getting dates and, you know, dating and women or whatever it is. It's a mechanical fucking process where we get it twisted. And this is something I learned from my business um, coach and one of the most powerful entrepreneurs in the game today, Brody Kern, is you need to look at things objectively and you need to look at your journey in business. You need to look at your journey in dating and relationships and school and learning whatever it is objectively. Put input. You see something happens, you get the results, you get the output, you analyze the results, and then you iterate on that and you optimize. So Again, man, if you can, the ego is, is again, if it, it, it gets on a sales call and doesn't close a deal, the ego is going to freak out and go, I'm a piece of shit and I'm not good because I didn't close the deal and I didn't get money in. Confidence is just going to be, I'm a great salesman. I'm a great, 
or I'm a solid salesman. My program's really solid. Them saying no to me does not take away from anything that I have. However, let's look at this process objectively. Let's review this sales call and see where we could have optimized to close this deal. Because again, often in business and in life, you're only a few tweaks away from the life and the business that you truly want. But if you're not able to look at your life and your business objectively, you're never gonna be able to see what those true ticks are that need to be adjusted in order for you to optimize and, and have massive growth and explosion. Right. Um, what, so what is the level you want to grow this to? Man, um, with both businesses, dude, there's really no telling, right? I mean, MII, I think the path is a little clearer. I very much see us being one of the top tier speaking agencies in the world. We are already representing some of the, the top up and coming speakers in the, in the game today, Logan Sneed, Aaron Gallup, Pamela Barty, um, amongst many others, Caitlin Rose Clark. Uh, I would put myself somewhere in that list. But MII, I can see being one of the top most well-known speaking agencies. When that happens, I'm not sure. Three to five years, five to 10. I know it's going to take some time, but I want to be serving all markets, corporate, association, conferences, and colleges. And I want our name to be the top that they think about when they're thinking about bringing in a powerful speaker, because I know the speakers that we represent can provide an experience and a keynote or a workshop presentation that's second to none. When it comes to the human optimization lab and our coaching company, the vision on that hasn't become ridiculously clear yet, which I know it will be. But I mean, dude, when I truly think about who I can be as, as an impact and who the company can be, and eventually the coaches and the team that we, that we hire, I can see Tony, Le Tony Robbins level impact on that company. Again, you know, I'm not there as an individual. I don't think anyone will ever get to Tony's level. But um, yeah, man, I see both of these companies being top of their industry, uh, having massive impact and having massive impact, not only on those that we serve, but the teams and the individuals that we can hire and the lives that we can change internally. Um, how fast and how quickly we can do that is going to be how is going to be determined by how quickly I can cut down my learning curve, optimize and iterate the processes and get those businesses where they need to go. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I think this doesn't just go for myself when you understand the fact that you are a limitless being, that you have the same time in the day that any successful individual has, that by tweaking certain factors in your life as an individual, you can become far more energetic, you can become far more prosperous by thinking and working smarter as opposed to harder. You can create 10 times, 100 times the impact that you have. I think when we all understand that as individuals, answering the question of where I see these going is like, it's a tough one because there is limitless potential for myself. There is limitless potential for both of these companies. So it's tough to say at this point, but pretty big and having massive positive impact on, on the lives of others. Of course. And so what would you say is next? Where's the Where are you steering the pirate ship, Joe? Yeah, man. Um Dude, next is is just scale, scale all day, right? And so, you know, more clients that we can serve as we continue to prove this process and show the impact and the transformation we can have with the Human Optimization Lab um, and just serving more clients with more clients is going to be, you know, more... I need more individuals on my team. So hiring, you know, I have lead gen being run on the human optimization side, myself getting really good at sales and closing on that side to get clients in the door. And then eventually I have a couple eyes. I have my eyes on a couple potential coaches for that company, hiring some assistant coaches, getting them on board, leveraging myself out of the coaching process and leveraging my time and 
um, energy more valuably, getting some assistant coaches on that, again, I already have in mind, getting them trained in our system to serve our clients and growing things out there. When it comes to the human optimization, um, I'm sorry, MII professional speaking, again, the vision is just a lot clearer there because I've been doing it for two and a half, three years now, as opposed to the human optimization lab, it's been six months. Um, MII will hire fairly soon for a lead gen specialist on the college side of things. And that will allow me to, and I'll train them up and we'll start getting leads and closing more deals in the college market. That will allow me to very quickly get into the corporate market, start serving some of our higher end speakers, the Logan Sneeds, the, the Aaron Golubs, the Pamela Bartys, Caitlin Rose Clarks, and getting them, them gigs, higher end gigs in the corporate market. Um, and then eventually dude, what I would like to do with MII is once we prove the process out of booking speakers, booking gigs for our speakers internally a couple of months, I'll be bringing that out to the market to serve entrepreneurs and coaches and helping them scale their business through, through speaking. And again, I already have a bunch of clients on that side that are interested in that. I just need to prove the process out and will eventually probably become you know, not only will we have a speaking agency internally where we have our team booking gigs for us internally, but we'll also bring that out into the market. And so, you know, coaches who want to have more impact and want to speak, will be able to give them the system and the framework for a certain investment point where they just have to do some work up front. We start running their lead gen for them and we start getting them leads that they can then book for them to go speak. So yeah, man, that's the next step. Um, from a more of a macro perspective, but in terms of a micro perspective, man, it's just waking up every day and absolutely crushing it and going hard and taking one foot in front of the other and optimizing for the areas in my life that need to be optimized at this chapter in my life. And in turn, that makes me a better pot. That makes me a better coach. That makes me a better guest on a podcast. That makes me a better individual, which then allows me to show up more powerfully for my businesses and allows me to have more impact um, in this world. Absolutely. So essentially, you want MII to be like Ari Gold agency, you want to be Ari Gold, you know, berating people, not necessarily berating, but you want to be the head honcho, you know, booking Vinny Chase and all the boys. Something like that. I don't know if Ari is the individual that I would like to <laughs> liken myself to as the head of that. But uh, yeah, something a similar model, a similar agency model as it relates to the speaking industry. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And uh, you definitely have been a fantastic podcast guest and personally have done a lot for me. Um, I just remember spring last year, not having fun at school, you know, was failing. I mean, I had the worst GPA probably I've ever had um, and took that hard reset like you told me to. And it's been, you know, it's been like Matthew McConaughey says, it's been green lights so far, man. Been That's green it, man. lights. Green lights, man. And again, I think you're a perfect testament. I mean, you worked with us early on. I didn't really have the system completely dialed in. We did some coaching sessions and not for you not doing the work, but um, dude, you going through that process obviously helped you reset. You got some insight that then gave you the tools. And again, you already had the tools within you. We just unlocked you to get you there so that you could go optimize in your own life. And you're a perfect example of someone in their sophomore year of college who's fucking crushing it. And again, came through our program when, when it was in its infancy and now you're already seeing massive results. So dude, super proud of you. I really appreciate you having me on the podcast here. Like I, I said, I do have a hard stop now and I do need to hop off for another call, but dude, I greatly appreciate I got you, you brother. having me on and I'm excited when this thing is, uh, you know, top tier up there with Joe Rogan. We're getting close to Rogan numbers. We're sniffing. All right, Joe, thank you so much for uh, hopping on the pod and I will see you guys later. Peace. Oh, yeah. Appreciate you, bro. All right, that was a 
fantastic interview with Mr. Joe Johnson, human optimization coach. Go check him out on Instagram. Um, I got to go study for microeconomics and I will see you guys later. Peace. Yeah.